It's all about you. That's, that's the thought that I want you to hold. Because that's, uh, that's where we're going this morning. Yeah. Good morning. Springhouse Worship and Art Center. Do you, do you know how, I mean, as I looked at, at what we, the people we had on stage, do you know how blessed we are today? I mean, seriously. This is, you know, there are people paying money to go to clubs in Nashville that aren't getting anywhere close to this quality of talent. Just say, well, you didn't know that. Okay. Uh, I'm just telling you, that's, that's, that's true. Springhouse Worship and Arts Center. Yeah. Uh, we actually have a set on stage. Uh, and most of the time when you go to a church, if they have a set on stage, it's like heaven or maybe heaven and hell or, you know, some, something, the, 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 the tomb. Or, this is a living room. And I hope that the significance of that could maybe sink in because what you carry from here, I hope you take to your living room, your dining room, your, your, the bedroom, every, every room in your house because that's what you're supposed to do with it. That's, 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 where, that's where you spend mo- most of your time. You spend a lot more time there than you do here. And so I hope what you get here, you, you take and carry there. It's a secret. I, it shouldn't be. I, I almost changed the title of, uh, of, of, of this sermon several times. But when Jesus was asked why he spoke in parables, uh, he replied that uh, the secrets of the kingdom are revealed to you. For, for, for those on the outside, I speak in parables. And he, he did, and he did that so that they wouldn't necessarily be responsible for things they weren't ready to be responsible for yet. But, but he said, I, I, for you, the secrets of the kingdom have been revealed. And that's what we're going we're to talk about today is the, the, the kingdom of God. And, and one of the secrets, probably the, the most important, the main secret. Would you stand with me? We're going to read a very short parable but an important one. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. All by itself, the soil produces grain. First the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the life and the power and the light that are in your word. May it be a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. I pray that the Holy Spirit would anoint us to hear what you would say to the church today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. The older I get, uh, the more I, I see that uh, we address the wrong issues for the most part. Uh, we, uh, we, we argue over the wrong things. Uh, we, we major in the minors and minor in the majors. Uh, we, we decide that, uh, uh, okay, well, the issue is really uh, left versus right, uh, red versus blue, liberal versus conservative, 
uh, we, we capitalism, communism, we couch it in those terms. And all of those are red herrings. All of those, all of those are, are basically irrelevancies because uh, that's not what the essential issue is. The essential issue is evil versus good. That's the essential issue. And one of the, one of the things that, that it's kind of hard for us to understand, see, uh, we know that there's only one who is good, perfectly good, because Jesus said so. He said, there's only one who's good. So I, I, I'm, I'm with him. Uh, there's one for sure who's totally evil, and there may be some more, I don't know, but... Uh, uh, because he's probably not as unique as he thinks he is. But, but there's only one who's good and there's one who's evil. And then there's a continuum between that from total evil to real evil to kind of evil to meh to kind of good to real good to total good. There's a continuum. And you're on that continuum somewhere. And so is everybody else you know. I'm on that continuum somewhere. Now, here's the thing that Maybe you haven't considered, and I don't know, that, that hopefully if you haven't considered it, will blow your mind. Over here on the, the almost totally evil, there are some liberals and there are some conservatives. And there's some red and there's some blue. And there's some uh, Republicans and Democrats and rich and poor and some white folks and some black folks. And over here on the really, really good. There's some liberals. And there's some conservatives. And there's some black folks and white folks and rich folks and poor folks and, and all the way in between. Good and evil is the issue. That's what the real issue is. And when we argue about these other things, we're, we're ignoring what the real issue is. Uh, and so the, the issues aren't, aren't necessarily political. They're not necessarily racial. They're not cultural. They're not economic. Good and evil. And, and in the world, it's manifested uh, in, in two major things for us as Christians. Kingdom, world. Kingdom, good. World, evil. That's, that, that's the way that, that plays out. And this little parable is likely to just zoom right over our heads, first of all, because it's so little. And what's that got to do with us? I mean, how many of you have ever actually planted any seed? Okay. Uh, it's, we're, not, we're a little more agrarian than I thought we might be, but, but by and large, uh, you know, a lot of people have it. And how many of you planted some seed, uh, you know, in the last month? Okay, well, there it is then. All right. <laughs> all right, I know it's cold, but there are greenhouses and, and indoor plants and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> uh, but this parable addresses something that we don't think about very often, S something that doesn't invade our consciousness very often, and it stated right up front what that thing is. This is what the kingdom of God is like. This is, this is how it functions. This is how, this is how it rolls. This is how it's su supposed to be. Paul preached the gospel of salvation. Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. Uh, 
We're virtually all familiar with the gospel of salvation. And we can, and, and they're not opposed to each other. They're, they're, you know, they're, but the gospel of salvation is simply the door into the kingdom. And for most Christians, the gospel of salvation is as far as we get. We, we basically, you know, we got our fire insurance. We can explain that to somebody. And so there we are. You need some too. Uh, but the gospel of the kingdom is what makes a difference in the world. It's what makes a difference in our lives. It's, why, it's, it's what makes the world be able to look at us and go, I want that rather than what I normally have. And, and um, when believers in our culture think about the kingdom, in our church culture, think about the kingdom, you go, well, wh- what is the kingdom? Tell me what the kingdom is. Uh, you know, one of, the, one of the first things that they would be likely to say is, well, it's, it's heaven. That, that's what the kingdom is, heaven. Uh, well, heaven is, is in the kingdom. It's part of the kingdom. Uh, heaven is a place. Heaven is a place, and, and it's, it's not the kingdom any more than Washington, D.C. is democracy, or New York City is, is capitalism, or Moscow, Russia is communism. No, those are, those are places. You know, what, what is, the, the kingdom is something much bigger than, than just a place. I mean, and, and if the kingdom of God is within you, within you, then it's more than then just, just wherever, whatever place you happen to be, the kingdom of God can be there. So, well, what, what else? Oh, the kingdom of God is, is, uh, is victory. Kingdom of God is, is overcoming and it's winning battles and it's defeating enemies. And uh, yeah, that, that's, that's part of it. I mean, that, that, that fits into the kingdom, but those are events. Those are, those, those are things. Yes, he's going to come back riding on a white horse and destroy with the, with the sword that comes out of his mouth the, the enemies that he has. With the word, his name is the word of God. And yeah, that, that's going to be way cool. But that's not necessarily the kingdom. It's just a part of it. Ah, and some people go, well, the kingdom is streets of gold and gates of pearl. And you go, oh, you're talking about heaven again. I'm talking about the city. Uh, the, the city, which we kind of mix up with heaven at, at times, but the city that God has prepared for us, you know, and that's what we know about. It's got, it's got uh, uh, streets of gold in it and, and gates of pearl. And okay, yeah, that, that's great. That's not the kingdom either. See, most, of, most of us know here that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Okay, which would you rather have? Righteousness, right standing with God, peace, in your life, in your heart, joy, unspeakable, full of glory, or a room full of gold. I promise you a room full of gold will not bring you peace. A room full of gold will bring you a world of worry. It's what it'll bring you. And it won't necessarily, it won't bring you joy. I mean, you know, the first time you look at it, you might go, ha, got a room full of gold, you know, but, but eventually you'll realize that, okay, okay, it's a room full of gold. I got metal in my room. There's a vital element concerning what the kingdom is that, uh, well, we sing about it all the time and we talk about it all the time, but we don't, 
See, the kingdom of God is where, where God rules. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center. It's all about you. All is a little word, but it's mighty. All is one of those mighty words. And if it's all about him, now we're talking about the kingdom. Now we're, now we're in the kingdom. How, how does that, how does that uh, see, we're wandering around in the dark. If we don't recognize that the essential conflict is good versus evil, but you know, what, what are those two? What, how are they manifested on, on the earth? And, and the world, now the world, the world is where the devil rules. First uh, John 5, 19 says the whole world is under the control of the evil one. So the world is where the devil rules. And it's not a place either. It's a system. It, it, it's a system. It's not just, hopefully it's just planet Earth. Hopefully none of the rest of the universe has been infected by it. But, but it, is, <clears throat> it, is a, it is a system. And the world is not smoking and cussing and drinking. Because that's usually what we go. Oh, the world is smoking and cussing and drinking in short shorts. You know, and there are times I look at short shorts and go, well, I'll take the smoking and cussing and drinking. That, that, no, we don't need that. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you got to choose, but, you know, that's not, that's not what it is. Um, after World War II, a man named Bob Jones, who has a, a well, he's gone on now, but uh, founded a university over in North Carolina, Bob Jones University. It's fundamental, you know, at the forefront of the onward Christian soldiers and and, and all that. He met C.S. Lewis. <clears throat> and for those of you who, who don't know, C.S. Lewis wrote the Chronicles of Narnia and, and several other things. And, you know, he's, a, he's an Anglican for crying out loud. And uh, later on, he was asked what he thought of Lewis. And he said, that man smokes a pipe and that man drinks liquor. I think he might be a Christian. <laughs> Even Bob Jones could see that for crying out loud. But the world is a way of thinking. It, it, is, a, it, it is a way of living. It's a, it, it's, it's a way of processing life. And we're born into it and we're inoculated with it and we're indoctrinated with it. And unless, unless somehow we get our eyes open, we just go with the flow. Do what the world does and goes, well, I don't smoke and drink and wear short shorts, so I must be holy. This parable explains how the kingdom works. Uh, but before we go there, I want to I I spend a minute on how the world works. Uh, <clears throat> how the world works. Over in Jude 1.11, it says, Woe to them! They have taken the way of Cain. They have rushed for profit into Balaam's era. They have been destroyed in Korah's rebellion. Now, I'm not going to spend time on all three of those. But they are three different things, and we could. But I want to talk for just a minute about the about the way of uh, the way of Cain. Uh, the way of Cain is the ancient idea that I could do this without God. I, in fact, I might even have a better idea than God has a, a, a better a better way to do this. Uh, see, Cain brought. Listen to this. Cain brought his best. To God as a sacrifice. Abel brought a blood sacrifice. Cain was rejected. Abel was accepted. Now, in our way of thinking, we kind of go, he brought his best. 
His best for crying out loud. And it was, it was rejected. Let me tell you something you may not know. Your best will always be rejected. Your best will always be, because it's not good enough. It's, it's, it is not good enough. The world, we'll go back to that here in a second. The world was born in the heart of an archangel in heaven. Uh, guy named, a guy named Lucifer. And Isaiah, uh, over in Isaiah 14, tells us what he was thinking. He was thinking, I will ascend to the heavens. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of the assembly, on the utmost heights of Mount Zaphon. I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. I'm going to do my best. And, and, you, and you see five times, there it is. I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. I, I, and, and, and almost all of these were things that God will do for us. I will sit enthroned on the Mount of Assembly. Do you know that God has caused you to sit in heavenly places with Christ Jesus? But you can't get yourself there. He's the only one who can, he's the only one who can take you there. He's, he's the only one who can put you there. And when the temptation, when, when, when the world entered humanity, the temptation was basically think how I think. God knows that if you will do this, you'll be like him. You can reach out and take this and do this and you will be, you will be like him. Sounds a little bit like I will make myself like the Most High. And Adam and Eve were sorry. You know, they were, they were sorry for what they had done. It didn't take them long to figure out they had really messed up by doing what they, by doing what they did. But the seed was planted and the way of Cain was born. It was, it, it, it was a born and passed down to that, to that firstborn son. And by the time Cain's uh, seventh descendant, Lamech, came along, the, it was perfectly okay to murder. You mess with me, I'll kill you. You, you take my stuff, I'll get you. You don't mess with me, I'll bring you down. That's, that's, that's the end result of the way of Cain, you see. The corporate manifestation of, of, of the world in our experience was, was a Tower of Babel. Now, I, most of you know about the Tower of Babel uh, and know the story of what happened there. But do you know why they built the tower? See, when I was a little kid, I, used to, I, I would hear that story and I would go, they built a tower to go up into heaven. Now, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be quite a climb. Hopefully, that thing's got an elevator in it. But that'd be quite a climb, but wouldn't that be great? Then you could just go to heaven anytime you wanted to. That's not why they built it. It wasn't a tower to go to heaven. It was a tower to reach the heavens, and this is why they did it. They said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. 
Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Do you know that God has already created a city for us? But they're going, let's, 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 let's make a city. Let's, let's make something that will go into the heavens. You know that God had already, uh, has, has already prepared a stairway to heaven? Literally? Yeah. God's already, but this, this attitude is, I'll do it. You know, I, I'll, I can make this, I can make this happen. And uh, for those of you who know the story, I mean, you know, God came down and he saw uh, what they were getting ready to do. And he said, you know, if, if, if as one people thinking one way, they'll be able to do anything that they think of. And he, and he came up with this elegant idea on how to mess up their plans. And it didn't take much at all. It was just a little tweak, you know, and all of a sudden they couldn't talk to each other <laughs> anymore. And, and, you know, and, and the world would spin it and go, yeah, I mean, why did God do that? I mean, we could do anything we could think of if he hadn't messed with us like that. He must have been afraid. God wasn't afraid of us. Think what it would mean if humanity could do anything they thought of. Because, I, you know, we would... The, pro- the propaganda is such that we would go, oh, we'd cure cancer. We'd, we would clean up the oceans. We'd do this. We'd do it. We would destroy ourselves in horrible fashion if we could do anything that we thought of. God, God, God wasn't threatened. Uh, anyway, let me, let me take one, one, one quick uh, Little uh, little bunny trail here, and then I'll I'll get back um, because there was some light that was kind of shed on on uh, a passage of scripture that I've often wondered about. I mean, after all these years, I've often wondered about. Uh, you know, some people think that original sin is rebellion, and it is in supernatural beings. Okay, uh, for humanity, original sin was unbelief. They didn't believe the word of God. He said, you know, if you eat that, you'll die. Well, I don't think we have to believe that. Well, and the cure for it is now belief. Have faith in the guy who was nailed to the tree and raised from the dead. But uh, over, in, uh, over in 1 Samuel, uh, Saul had been uh, told to go and, uh, and eliminate the Amalekites. And, and he almost did it, but he, he held some stuff back. And when uh, Samuel came to Saul, uh, you know, he said, why didn't you do what God told you to do? And he said, oh, I saved this to sacrifice to the Lord your God. And Samuel said, to obey is better than sacrifice. And rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. And I thought, well, why is rebellion like the sin of witchcraft? Well, because it is trafficking with supernatural beings for whom that is their sin. And they'll lead us into that. Well, how does the kingdom work? Well, it works like this. This is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up. The seed sprouts and it grows. He doesn't know how, but it just happens. All by itself. The soil produces grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. And and as soon as the grain is ripe, he puts a sickle to it because the harvest has come. Jesus thought that it was important for us to know what the the kingdom of God is is like. And this this is what the kingdom of God is like. 
And you kind of go, well, okay. Uh, so are you saying we don't do anything? Uh-oh. No, I'll get there in a second. But you do have a job. You have a job. You have one job. Does anybody know what the job is? It's up there. You plant seed. That's your job. Your assignment, should you choose to accept it, is plant seed. Now, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of go, okay, yeah, I'll plant seed, and uh, then what? Plant some more seed. Oh, okay, and then plant some more seed. You can't make it grow. You can't, I mean, uh, you, you can't make it happen. You can't make it produce fruit. When I was, uh, I've mentioned several times that the church culture that I grew up in, the altar calls were often longer than the sermon. And, uh, and the reason was, we're not leaving here till somebody gets down here and gets saved. You know? uh, even if you're the one who got saved last week, you know, you just, just get down here and, and do it. Uh, and, and I struggled with altar calls for years but after I went into the ministry because I thought, That's, that can't be right. Because I, I genuinely feel in my heart, if you come because I've made you come, or I've guilted you into coming, or I've put turned the screws and nobody's getting to eat until somebody comes down here and gets, gets saved, then people can come down, but nothing happened. Nothing happened. If you come because the Holy Spirit has moved your heart and brings you down, then a miracle happens. A miracle takes place. I don't. I can't explain it. I don't know how it is. All, all I all I did was 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 sow seed. And you you scatter seed. You scatter seed of peace. Scatter scatter seed of grace. Scatter seed of mercy. Scatter scatter seed of the good news. Scatter seed of love. Above everything, love. You see, the world, the I will, what's in it for me, uh, looking out for number one, the world would tell you, you need to be afraid of that guy. That, that guy over there, you need to be afraid of him. You need to protect yourself from him. The kingdom would say, you need to love that guy. You need to love that one. That's what you need to do. I'll take care of you. I'll protect you. You do the loving. Then what? Yeah, like I say, you, 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 scatter, you scatter more seed. And sometimes you get to be involved. Sometimes you're watering. Sometimes you, you get to do a little of that because you don't know somebody else already scattered some seed. Sometimes you get to be involved in the har harvest, and wow, that's great. That's really, that's really cool. But you just happened to be there at the right time. wasn't because you made it grow. Over in 1 Corinthians, Paul says, I planted seed, Apollos watered it, but it's God who makes it grow. The one who plants the seed is nothing. The one who waters is, is nothing. It's, it's all about you. It's all about God. And, and, and that mindset needs to flip in a bunch of us because once it does, then our lives change. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the pressure is off, but, at, but at, and you say, well, you know, do you... Do, do you do nothing at, at all? Oh, no. I mean, people who are in the kingdom get to do the most incredible things imaginable. They really get to do something, but they get to do something that counts. You know, Abraham, uh, yeah, Abraham left his home and went to, uh, to, a, to a foreign land. Okay, 
Yeah, how many people leave their homes and go to a foreign land? Nothing. Abraham left his home, went to a foreign land, and it was still being talked about today because he did it at God's instruction. God said, let me take you to a place that I will show you. And then that's where you stay. Abraham took his son and he went to sacrifice him. That's a big deal. Yes, indeed. But God told him, said, go to the place I will show you and I'll tell you what to do when you get there. I was reading the story of Joseph this week in my, uh, in my um, devotions. And, and it just occurred to me, you know, uh, Joseph and, and, and Jacob and, and the Joseph's brothers and all, they didn't, they didn't really do, they didn't make any of that stuff happen. I guess the brothers did, but they didn't, Joseph didn't make any of that happen. All, all he did was basically be, a, be who he was, be Joseph, be someone who listened to God, someone who, who, who was able to, to follow God and walk after God. And Wow, it, things went so great for him that his brother sold him into slavery and he ended up in prison. Uh, he didn't make any of that happen, but then he also ended up being uh, in, in charge of the whole nation of Egypt and saving an entire region from, uh, from starvation. And when his brothers got there, he, he said, God did this. God intended this. Uh, you say, well, the, the three Hebrew children, I mean, they, they were brave. They faced the fiery furnace. Daniel faced the lions. Then, yeah, because they knew it's all, you got me. It's all about you. You know, you want me to go home in that fiery furnace? I'm ready to go home. You want to deliver me? You can deliver me. Don't worry yourself, old king. My, my God came and shut the mouths of the lions. But you know what? Even if he hadn't, I'd be okay. You can do that when you realize it's him. You know, and, 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 and those seed sowers who just listen to God, they get to do the greatest stuff in the world. On my parents' grave, there is a Bible verse. And actually, uh, I was... <laughs> It was yesterday before I went, oh, yeah, I need to. Uh, and, and it rained all day yesterday. So I had to go out there and make a photograph of, of their grave in the rain. But that was okay. It was, we had a nice talk while I was out there. And I, you, I, you probably can't see the Bible verse. I should have made it bigger. But uh, it's 1 Corinthians 3, 9. And uh, it, it's, it, it's a couple of verses after that thing that Paul said about I sowed seed, Apollos watered, God is the one who makes things grow. But it says, uh, for we are co-workers in God's service. God's field, God's building. God's field, God's building, God's service. That's what the kingdom is. That the king of my heart, well, if the, he's the king of my heart, then I'm in the kingdom of God. And it's his field, it's his building, it's his service. This is the kingdom of God. This is the good news of the kingdom. And it's here and it's within you and there will be a harvest. And think about this. Because, you know, I, I, maybe one of the things that has kind of uh, that, that hopefully hit somebody and stuck with somebody is, you know, bringing my best isn't enough. <clears throat> no, 
No, you, you, have, you have to bring his, what he requires, not, not your best. You know, and when it comes to the table of the Lord, the sacrifice, has there been any God? I mean, he provides the sacrifice. He, he is the one who, he provides the city, he provides the salvation, he provides the, the righteousness, he provides the sacrifice. He provides it all. It is all about him. And he is good. 